0: Cult Podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at cultpodcast or Twitter at cultpodcastshow for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast today. I'm Paige
1: Wesley, and with me is... Marie Tabella. Yay, it's Marie's week. What do you got for us, Marie? It's my week. So, this is a really interesting cult to me because it's in Australia, which I find interesting in and of itself. Weird shit happens there. Really weird shit happens there. So this one is the family aka I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this Santiniketan Park Association, aka The Great White Brotherhood. And it's an Australian doomsday cult that was started by a yoga instructor. God damn yoga instructors. Here's the thing, guys. I've worked in the fitness world and I know a lot of yoga instructors. Right none of them are filled with some kind of wisdom that is life changing (laughs) a lot. I mean, I know yoga instructors that would show up like hungover as fuck stuffy (laughs) from all the blow they did the night before. And they're like, okay, I'm going to get Zen now. (laughs) (laughs) Smokers cough. Like these are not mystical beings, (laughs) right? They just, you know, can
0: afford a gym membership Right and fancy Lululemon yoga pants.
1: Yeah, and th- I don't want to necess- I don't want to discredit yoga. I love. Well, I want to love yoga. I think it's a little boring. I like I, hot yoga. I enjoy
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it definitely it's a hard thing to master. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to follow my yoga instructor into the depths of some kind of alternate right. worlds. And yes, it's <laughs> not going to go that far. I yes, mm-hmm. right. So. Anyway, yoga instructor in Australia. In 1964, she would hold weekly religious and philosophical meetings at one Raynor Johnson's home. And Raynor Johnson, he actually, he was a really smart guy. He was the master of Melbourne University's Queens College. So this is a man that is very well read, very well educated, but... Seemed to be cool with this idea of this woman uh, showing up to his home in the middle of the night, knocking on his door and saying, "I am Jesus. I am the <laughs> Doesn't matter that Jesus. I Jesus. A a lady, yeah, and B a stranger. <laughs> exactly. And so, and by the way, the she that I'm speaking of is Anne Hamilton Byrne. Um, she was actually born Evelyn Edwards, but changed her name to Anne Hamilton Byrne. And she was a big, big fan of LSD. Oh, yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. What is this like? Out of six episodes,
0: this is like the fourth one that's had acid. LSD is huge. So, in the cult world,
1: clearly. It really is. So, I, you know, she would take LSD and have these visions. And one time she took LSD and decided she was Jesus and really stuck with that.
0: Damn. So,
1: she set her sights on him, showed up to his house in the middle of the night, knocked on his door, he opens it. I am Jesus. And he's like, okay, cool. And (laughs) I'll go with that. (laughs) You know, it helps that she was beautiful. Right. Let me just say, she was gorgeous. And I think that that kind of helped her in her cause.
0: I mean, if Chris Evans showed up at my door and was like, I'm Buddha, I'd you're be like, like no, Chris. You're
1: damn right you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd be like, you're so pretty. Come inside. Um, what's all this Buddha nonsense?
1: Forget that. <laughs> Let's get down. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's kind of what was going on with her as Probably. well. Um, so she recruited lots of medical professionals and attorneys, and he helped her uh, recruit all these people. And get them involved in her cult. Damn. So she would also have meetings in another property that they called the White Lodge. Oh, my
0: God. So more Twin Peaks. This is the third episode out of six that has Twin Peaks in it. I know, which... Fucking hell. I don't really think that's a coincidence. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if David Lynch knew about this and was like, we'll call it the White Lodge. I
1: kind of wonder if he did. I mean, you know. I mean... It's
0: not the most distinct name, but at the same time. No, it's not.
1: But David Lynch is capable of a lot and he's twisty and pulls things from all over. So it's not impossible. He is. And yet I love him. I feel
0: like he loves the fuck out of a cult. Oh yeah. Like
1: there's cults in most David Lynch films, like hints at them, like I I think so. And he has to note he has a I mean, he's the king of having cult followings. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I am a happy member.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Happy to be part I of it. I am excited to watch his weird shit. Super excited.
1: Slightly less excited now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but usually very excited. Yeah, exactly. Um, so her teachings focused on Buddhism, Hinduism, and Christianity with the principle that all spiritual truths are universal. So, okay. So far, so good. Like, it's pretty open-minded. And... I mean, again, I feel like we've seen that
0: three or four times where people yes. are like, no, everything's fine, and then right
1: suddenly, no, I'm the king of everything. Exactly, and that's exactly what happened. So, but she also worked closely with other gurus like Sri Chinmoy, Meher Baba, and Rajneesh. Oh shit! Yeah, so she's in there with the big league. She's in there with the big dogs. So she's got some ideas that may not necessarily jive with the notion that everything is great right. and everything is accepted. So mm-hmm. definitely she's finding like-minded individuals to yes work with. Right. Um, so she had a member um, called her name was Marion Villamec and she actually owned and operated the new Haven hospital, which was a private psychiatric hospital. Oh, and no. they were very close. And all staff and attending psychiatrist hospitals were also members of the cult. Oh, God. No, that is a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. So there's all these poor people that are there trying to get help for mental health. And, well, and you've got everyone's are, a cult member.
0: Like already in what I would call a weakened exactly. emotional They're state. They're
1: so vulnerable.
0: Yes. Yes. They are preying on people that are vulnerable. They
1: absolutely were. So Hamilton Byrne had a vision when she was high on LSD, again. Again, <laughs> like our
0: fourth LSD vision. Fourth
1: LSD vision. And she decided that she needed to collect children cool. and raise them because the apocalypse was coming. And she wanted a master race that would be able to teach people the way of the world and help them come out of this post apocalyptic life. Now,
0: this sounds to me suspiciously like Charles Manson. Yes. Where if you know anything about Charles Manson, he wanted to prepare his Manson family to educate the survivors essentially of the race war. So I mean, this is very, very similar. It's
1: very similar. And that's also, I think a really common thread with a lot of these cults Mm -hmm. is they always have these apocalyptic ideas that the world's coming to an end and I am the the one one who can
0: save you, who can save you.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. With my yoga poses and my LSD. And by the way, drink this. Right. Yes, Exactly. (laughs) So she collected 28 children in all. Oh, my God. And these children, I think, I forget, one or two of them were actually hers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were also children of other cult members and children that they would steal from the hospital. Oh my and children that they would obtain illegally through illegal adoptions Damn. that the attorneys that were part of the cult would facilitate.
0: I mean, it's not super uncommon to see... Um, a cult collecting cult members, children, right. Scientology does the same Mm -hmm. and puts them in the sea org. Um, the, uh, family international, which is not this one, but children of God, that family in their early days would kind of pull children away from families. Mm -hmm. I mean, separating and breaking up family units is an integral cult thing. Absolutely. They love it. It makes people more willing to stay because Mm -hmm. leaving
1: means losing your, losing your child, losing Exactly. So that's exactly what she did. and she dressed them all identically. She would have clothes made for them, so they would all have the same like boys would have the boy version and girls would have the girl version. Like and a, were they red or orange? They actually were not a lot of okay. times they were dressed <laughs> like little sailor outfits and okay, so like sea work like were like literally <laughs> and,
0: Scientology. and it's
1: it's the weirdest combination of cute and creepy when you oh, see yeah. their photos because yeah, yeah, yeah. she also bleached all of their hair well, most of the children, had their hair bleached. Um, a couple of them, little redheads, mm-hmm. they theirs weren't bleached because she was naturally a redhead even though she dyed oh, her hair blonde. Okay. So they didn't have their hair bleached. But a lot of them did and they had the same haircut oh, with bangs that... Now, mom, I know you're listening. My <laughs> mom loves a bang. Oh, man. And I have several photos of my childhood hair with just short cropped bangs <laughs> and these haircuts were very similar oh my mom
0: used to cut my bangs as a kid and i did not sit still one time and she cut like a chunk out of them <laughs> and then we took family photos like
1: the next day so those are gonna need to be proof, uploaded a lot of proof sweet.
0: i have them i i have them readily available <laughs> um yeah oh man so yeah. Bangs for everybody, is it like Bangs for all? Like a bowl cut
1: with a bang Very, or like yes. a mullet with a bang? Okay, a little bit, so like a bowl cut. little bit of both. A little bit of both. But she was a fan of a short bang. Damn. So all these children were dressed the same, looked alike, and they represented the master race. And she also falsified all of their birth certificates, so they all had the same last name of Hamilton Byrne. Right. And these were all fake birth certificates because she said, Nope, these are my children. I birthed them.
0: And no one can prove her wrong because she's got their birth certificates.
1: She has their birth certificates. And she would also wear maternity clothing. No. And she would totally pull a Beyonce in her first pregnancy and, like, w- try to look pregnant. And uh-huh. she's clearly not. So do you think Beyonce stole that kid? Because
0: I think <laughs> Blue Ivy, like, she looks like them. Like, that's their kid. That's
1: their kid. But I don't think that Beyonce carried her interesting you think it was like a surrogate i do i fully think so this set of twins i don't think was i mean that's legit twins because
0: her belly was everywhere it was but i have a lot of questions about the first do you think she did that because there's questions about the first probably creepy yeah I've, i've heard this theory about her not carrying blue ivy oh yeah but then i also heard from people like that worked in the hospital when she delivered
1: Okay, maybe they're cult members like these people who were like, it was
0: one of those things where all they said was they they were like, Beyonce was a bitch, and like, we weren't even really allowed in there. So, who knows? But
1: could she have paid them off? Because I mean, they have all the money in the world. They didn't
0: see the baby get born.
1: Yeah. So, I would not put it past her to like that whole floor was
0: closed. Yes. I would not even put it past her to like be in a hospital bed. And then have the baby actually be delivered like two rooms over. Right.
1: Yeah. I know. So Mm -hmm. I trust nothing. I question everything. I'm convinced that
0: Bobby Flay is January Jones's baby's dad. So, you know, we all have our own theories. Oh. Yeah, it's a redhead.
1: Oh. And she was in that
0: car accident when she was pregnant and he was the first one she called. (gasps) And then his marriage ended over him having affairs allegedly with her
1: oh okay and okay. his
0: ex-wife took him to the cleaners yes and I she was did proud as fuck of her yes yes like, she it was did so great yes
1: she did but yeah so i mean like i can't prove it but that's my theory
0: that's what i have believed for years well
1: since we're talking about baby daddy theories i don't know if you watch southern charm on bravo i don't but please enlighten me I, okay i am not convinced <laughs> that jennifer snowden's baby is not thomas ravenel's oh. i'm just gonna say that discuss Okay, amongst I'm yourselves. Sure. Later on Reddit <laughs> Go ahead. and tell me why I'm a fucking idiot. Who knows? So, anyway, 28 kids all dressed the same falsified birth certificates blah blah blah. So she secluded all the children and homeschooled them. What is my paper doing? <laughs> um she had uh kids all were secluded and homeschooled at uh little school that she called kai lama the kids referred to it as up top and it was a property that she ran on lake eldon so up top that's where they went to school and it was the same type of school like the last episode where it was a lot of cult theory and the way things should be i don't think much math was involved i think there was a lot of um survivalist stuff for post armageddon that's
0: always creepy to me yeah because now you've raised like an army of kid soldiers.
1: Right. And I could be completely wrong about that. That's my speculation. Right. No one knows for sure. No one knows for sure. But if she really thinks that they're going to save the world from the end, they, they need to know which berries to eat and yeah, how yeah. to drink water. There,
0: there's a lot of like slice upwards with the machete. Right. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. A lot okay. of that. So, so, um, the other thing that she did to these kids, which is so sad, is she would dose them with tons of antipsychotic drugs. Oh, god! Including and again, I, you know, I'm going to start picking cults that specifically have easy words because <laughs> I can't pronounce <laughs> I was, any of this. The last
0: one, I was like and I was like, nope, nope, Chris,
1: Chris. Well, antipsychotic drugs, including flufenazine. Diazepam, Ooh. haloperidol. Oh shit. Chlor- chlorpromazine, nitropasm, oxapam. Uh, nope. oxazepam. I mean, diazepam will fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Th- I knew that one. Trifluoprazine, <laughs> carbonazepine, aspirin. That's <laughs> okay, I, aspirin. That last one I just sits out like an Italian dish, uh. like a calzone. Or.
0: Oh my god. I mean, if any of them are like diazepam, I'm worried. They're
1: all antipsychotic drugs. And these kids didn't need them.
0: Well, and I mean, if you're taking antipsychotic drugs and you don't need them, that can really mess up your body chemistry. And if you're taking them as a young child and not in proper doses and you don't need them,
1: that will fuck you up. Completely.
0: Like that's I mean, as an adult you shouldn't be taking these if you're not like exactly. right? you don't need them, exactly. But, like, especially as a child, you shouldn't be.
1: And mind you, they're taking all of these drugs while still being dosed with LSD on a consistent basis. Oh my god, yeah, it's actually really sad. I was watching the 48 hours on it, and a couple of the women who had escaped and were talking about it, it was the- heartbreaking because you oh could tell, god. like their brain chemistry's off and how could it not be of course not
0: yeah i mean you've done that much damage so much on our last episode with chris butler where he had done tons of lsd and then became super paranoid right i feel like there's a correlation
1: there of course there is i mean
0: of course you're going to be paranoid if there's a dragon telling you how great the band fish is
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and drug-induced Uh, paranoia, schizophrenia, that can absolutely happen. Yeah, yeah. It completely alters the chemistry of your brain. Yeah. And especially with prolonged usage over time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So these kids were being dosed with all kinds of drugs and LSD. And once they reached um, adolescence, she would make them go through an initiation process where she would give them a shit ton of LSD and lock them in a dark room. No. Holy crap. That's like creating a psychotic break right there. It's horrible. Oh Oh, man. One of the guys talking about it, he said it was awful because it was like the walls were just constantly oscillating and moving in and closing in on you and widening back out. And he described, it was horrible. The way he was describing it is like my personal hell. Yeah. Um, and she claimed that this was part of their protection from the apocalypse. Oh, the LSD, the LSD trip in a dark room.
0: I mean, was she making
1: her own LSD?
0: Do you know? Unclear. Cause that's even more dangerous. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if she's not, where are they going to get LSD after the apocalypse?
1: But that's true. Know, she's got to know how to make that shit.
0: Like she's got to either know how to make it or stockpile it. But yeah. I mean, there's a ton of records of people making bad batches of LSD. So like that's
1: even more dangerous. Oh, it's for sure. So this is one of the things that was awful. She clearly knew deep down that what she was doing was wrong because whenever any outsiders would have to come into the property, like a handyman or a repairman or anything like that, she would tell the kids to quote act retarded no. so that they wouldn't ask any questions and so <gasps> that she could say she ran a school for mentally ill children that all happened to dress alike that all happened to dress alike and have the, have the her same haircut have the same haircut exactly look so oh my God. they described the the survivors today were describing how they would be taught how to roll their heads and put their heads to one side and speak just complete nonsense <gasps> and so make different garbled noises fake Mendel, um, yeah and like she would tell them to you know, be uncoordinated and <sighs> make them all seem like they had special needs
0: this is like that movie the ringer but like way but like way worse
1: and <laughs> scary and sad this, and creepy yes oh yeah. man totally like that troubling to the max completely so but again she obviously knows what she's doing is wrong if she's like we need to do whatever we can to hide this right no one can know what's truly going on here right Um, and it makes it even worse if she does know that because she's choosing to be completely evil and crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So at one point she got really into Siddha yoga and she received the whole initiation, um, of it through Swami Muk, Muktananda, and she took on a Sanskrit name, Maga, Ma Yoga Sakti. Okay. And this was all in New York. And she actually took a couple of her kids with her for this whole process um, to stay in the Catskills where it was going on. And she purchased her own home close to his base. Um and that's where she created her U.S. space for her cult. So did she just leave those kids in Australia? She did, but they had a ton of people, other cult members there to watch okay. out for them. And they were their um, aunties and uncles, they would call them. And they would continue to dose them? Dose them everything. <sighs> These kids described constantly being terrified. And what's well, really yeah. scary is there's all these video this video footage of them laughing and playing and they have balloons and it looks like the mm. most just beautiful little innocent childhood you could imagine but the people today are saying yeah we prepared for those videos we oh, would get man. our hair done and our little outfits on and she would be like okay now you're going to chase balloons and giggle and That's what she would send out to people. So it looked like it was this happy childhood. But they said as soon as the cameras were off, she was yelling at them. She would beat them. There's reports of sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional, every possible kind of abuse. And they all lived in constant fear. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine so. It was totally brutal. And she was a horrible woman. So anyway, she was busy setting up her U.S. base and Muktananda kind of saw that the children weren't super happy. And he actually asked them like, do you want to come live with us and our group, his yoga commune? Right. And they all enthusiastically said yes. Well, yeah, of yeah. course they're hoping it's going to be better than where exactly. they're exactly. I mean, it, I, I don't know anything about what he ran. That could very well be a cult too. Right. But it, the kids all said it seemed like a way better cult than ours. So we were happy to go. Um, but obviously that didn't sit well with Hamilton Burns. So she, you know, beat them and berated them and they did not go with him eventually though she was causing a lot of trouble for him at his ashram and he asked her to leave oh hey. yeah so <laughs> she had to go and actually some of his um devotees left him and joined her you're kidding they joined her cold and the kids were like we don't know to this day why they did because right. our family was clearly dysfunctional as yes, fuck yes so why did they leave
0: I mean at that point I feel like maybe we should look into that other
1: one. I think it's going to we're going to need to yeah, but yeah. it it did raise a lot of questions. Um so one of the girls, one of the children, her name is Sarah Hamilton Burn. She was expelled from the family in 1987 because she started really questioning things and she was argumentative and that also wasn't sitting well with Hamilton How Burn. old was she? Um I think she was like 14, 15, something like that. So she immediately alerted the police, which is what you should do if you think you're in a cult. Yes. Notify the cops. Notify the police. So they raided Kailama on August 14th, 1987 and rescued six more children. Oh, my God. So they started to uncover all kinds of crazy shit going on at that property. And actually today, Sarah, that girl that escaped, she's a successful doctor and has since met her biological mother. So thank God. Right, right. Yeah. Um, And the police in Australia, the UK and the US all joined together to run Operation Forest, which is the operation where they were investigating Hamilton Byrne and all the goings on at her property right um that actually resulted in the arrest of anne and her husband william in 1993 in the catskills dang they were extradited to australia and they were charged with conspiracy to defraud and to commit perjury by falsely registering the births of three unrelated children as their own triplets but that's it that's it yes um, they pleaded guilty to a lesser charge. Actually, I guess that wasn't it. Um, to false declaration and paid $5,000 each. And they're just free today walking around. Um, I believe he has died, okay. but she is in a nursing home. No. Yeah. And the kids, some of them still visit her. <gasps> Some of them are still loyal to her. They didn't all leave and think she was crazy. Some of them, I mean, that is all they knew. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it didn't occur to them that there was something else out there. Right. Um, but in the 1980s, police estimated that her fortune could be as much as $50 million. Wow. From all the cult devotees and the people that would pay oh to be part of her family. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. In 2009, two people received compensation after suing her. And in 2007, one of the granddaughters, Rebecca Cook Hamilton, um, sued her for cruel and inhumane treatment, including beatings, being locked in a freezing shed overnight and being forced to take medication. Uh, She reached a $250,000 settlement, which I feel like is not enough. Right, right. For all that horrible experience as a child. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, she is. Uh, Anne Hamilton Byrne is now 96 years old and living in a nursing home in Melbourne with dementia. Wow. So um, there is a documentary. You can, I think the website is thefamilydocumentary.com. And you can watch the documentary. And she's on there. And she does talk about it. Wow. So it's interesting. I didn't get a chance to see it, yeah. but I will be watching and I okay. will report. Um, the crazy thing is there are still 20, they estimate 20 to 30 members still active today in Melbourne. You're kidding. Any children or just children adults? and member, former members oh of her, God. her group. And it's wow. still going.
0: Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And are they still like doing the, like yeah, let's dose all these kids. Or is it more just like we do yoga?
1: I think wanna... it's more the latter. Okay. Um, I think it's pretty hard to dose groups of children with drugs and get away with it for too long anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, considering, I mean, these are antipsychotic drugs, like right. they're not easy to get. Not easy to get.
1: Although they are, if you go to Mexico. Yes, that's true. But they're in Australia and that's not a short flight. So, no, I
0: mean, I'm sure they're probably still easier to get than they are here. But, probably. Man. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure what's going on with the current cult. Yeah. But the big one, which was the one that was spearheaded by her. Right. This was all that information. So it's pretty brutal.
0: That is brutal.
1: Yeah, you can see more. There was a 48 hours documentary on them that I watched. And then, like I said, there was a documentary that um, was in an Australian film festival. that did really well. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, local. Local,
1: big hit. Yeah. Case. So don't follow your yoga teachers into the white lodge. Yeah, don't get into their Prius and go to a second location. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that is it for that one. And if you think you might be in a cult, if you think you are in the family, call someone in a different family and let them know. <laughs> and, Always remember you can dial 911. And for more information, check out www.cultwatch.org. And don't drink the Kool Aid.